For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you very much. All right, pick it up from there. I mean, what we're talking about here is, is a not insignificant amount of money, 17, 18, 19 million dollars to do what? So we know there are a little over 40 school districts that have selected a 100% virtual model. Uh, we also know parents are struggling with how to handle that, especially those parents that have to go to work. Um, they're not able to work from their home. And so this SOLVE program will provide financial assistance for approximately 5,000 school-age students so that they can attend some type of child care program during the day who can support them with this virtual learning. So it's about providing them that support during the day so they're in a healthy and safe environment, um, but it also allows their parents to go to work and feel good about the support they're receiving during the day. Yeah, you know, it just occurs to me to wonder. Yeah, it occurs to me to wonder, Amy Jacobs, and I don't know your, your level of expertise on this, but I, you know this happens, and, and I don't know what happens when it happens. We, never mind pandemics. I mean, whatever it is that that will give us the kind of circumstance we have now where the parent can at least know, okay, on September 8th, Clark County schools are going to begin uh, and the kids here in Athens are going to be learning virtually, distance learning, till further notice. Uh, they can at least know that's coming and make the preparations, whatever they might be. Uh, but all the time, no pandemic necessary for there to be, oh, I don't know, an ice storm or some other occurrence that, that will have parents suddenly compelled to deal with students who aren't in a classroom setting. What are parents doing then? You know, that's not, um, that's a, I'd say that's a little bit different. Um, they're able to react, obviously, really quickly, and that's usually for a day or two. Uh, during this virtual learning, you know, we've, we're here systems say they're going to do it for the full semester. Um, some systems are making changes. And so we've got to give some type of solution for parents so that they feel good about they can go back to work and support their family, but their children are also be, be supported in virtual learning so they don't get behind. Um, we know this could be up to nine weeks and maybe even more. Um, and so parents need to know they've got they've got a program that they can count on. And they've also, with this, they weren't accounting financially to have to pay for some additional care during the day. They thought their children were going to be in public school. And so this will help them pay for that because they hadn't budgeted for this at all. And so with the SOLVE program, they'll receive the financial assistance to pay for that supervision during the day. Now, this is happening pretty quickly. I mean, uh, this situation, you got school districts deciding literally today in some cases what they're doing tomorrow. Uh, and you're trying to facilitate this money you just learned about over the last couple of days here. How quickly can you turn this around? And I'm, I'm thinking as I'm forming that question there of all the issues the Labor Department is having in processing the money to the folks who are filing the unemployment claims. Do you envision any scenarios, any difficulties like that? We are not anticipating that level um, of delay. We are working very quickly to try to get a system up so that parents can apply. Our goal right now is to have that system go live on September 1st. And we're using an existing system, which is the Georgia Gateway system that processes all types of eligibility for public assistance to programs like Medicaid, SNAP, our own subsidy program for child care, which is CAPS. Um, so they're able to use that model. So we already have a model, a process, 
policies, procedures set up that we're just kind of having to adapt to this. So we're able to act pretty quickly. And again, our goal is September 1st would be when it would go live so parents could begin applying for this program. You know, Amy Jacobs again with us, the State Department of Early Care and Learning DECAL, as it is called. Back up quickly and just tell us about DECAL. Who are you folks and what do you do? So DECAL is the state's early learning agency. Uh, we're focused on children birth to five, and we license all child care programs, whether they're centers or family learning homes, all throughout the state. There are about 4,500 of them, and we make sure they are safe and healthy since these are Georgia's youngest children that are there usually all day, five days a week. And we also administer Georgia's uh, nationally renowned pre-K program, which is the four-year-old program. Um, that is completely free and uh, universal and offered in every county in Georgia. Now, you mentioned that figure, 4,500. I wonder if that couldn't better be said, Amy Jacobs, the 4,500 you know about, because what I'm, what I'm hearing anecdotally anyway is that a lot of these are springing up and flying under the radar, that a lot of, of parents are, are bonding together and coming up with their own plans. Okay, I got to go to work. Can you handle my children? Can you deal with my children? Uh, my kid, who's a classmate of your kid anyway, can she come over and they both stare at the same laptop? That kind of thing. A lot of these informal arrangements are being made. Uh, what's the level of concern, if any, about that? You are right, and, I, and we are very uh, concerned about the health and safety of children with these programs that I also see popping up all over the um, the state, and so this is limited to you would have to use this assistance at a licensed child care center, a licensed family child care learning home, or a day camp, which receives an exemption from us, which is required to have their staff are required to have background checks and their staff ratios. And so I stress that during this decision making process that these dollars need to go to programs that we either license or monitor in some form or fashion because we want to make sure kids are um, healthy and safe during the school time. Are you hearing of any problems with any of these, I'm going to call them under the radar situations, uh, where again, these informal arrangements are being made? Are you hearing of any problems? You know, we have not heard and we receive calls, you know, all the time about programs that may be unlicensed. And in that case, we will investigate, ask them and help them become licensed or apply for some type of exemption where we can monitor them. But we have not uh, begun to hear that yet. Um, but our, our lines are always open and we will always do our best to make sure they, uh, they are operating appropriately. But I would warn parents, please, choose a licensed program or choose a program that um, has received some type of monitoring from DECAL. You can search for that on qualityrated.org. It's a really easy search site. Um, and you can even find these programs that are offering this full-day distance learning type model as well that is either near your work or near your home. And so I would caution parents, please choose a safe program that DECAL knows about. All right. At what point do I need a license? Uh, it, it, okay. I'm, I'm – I'm got to work but you live right next door and and as i said earlier your kid and my kid they go to the same school anyway i'm just going to send my kid over to your house and you're in a position to be able to deal with the both of them at what point do you need to be licensed to do all of this so um for family child care any children that uh, if you're caring for more than two children that are unrelated and you're getting paid for it that would really fit our definition of a family child care learning home wow. Um, and so in that case, you would need to be licensed. Uh, the pods that were that I see popping up, the learning pods, you know, a lot of times the parents are home. So it gets a little tricky and there's a lot of gray area. Uh, it might fit the more homeschooling model, which really falls under the uh, the jurisdiction of the Department of Education. And so that is one thing we are working out on how we should handle those types of situations. We also don't want to interfere with parents because uh, they're doing their best to figure all this out as well and make sure their kids don't get behind and make sure they can go to work. So. 
um, we're trying to figure that that part out as well. It's, it's not as black and white as a licensed program where children can go and be healthy and safe. That, that's a great, honest answer, and it makes me wonder, Amy Jacobs, Department of Early Care and Learning, we'll let you go on this one. I mean, we're all learning on the fly. None of us have been here with a lot of these scenarios we're talking about before. Uh, must There probably is somewhere on your desk a list of things. You're making all these notes, and by the time the legislature gets together in January, probably some things you'll ask them to look at. You know, we are considering that now. We have a deadline um, to, to get that list uh, to the governor's office pretty soon so we can start those discussions. And you're right, a lot of things have popped up that we had not anticipated. Um, and so we will definitely be looking at that for January. Uh, and very quickly in closing, uh, parents who are learning now about these dollars that are available, daycare centers and others, what do they need to do to apply? Okay, so they will go to uh, the Georgia Gateway system, which is gateway.ga.gov, but it is not open yet. So wait until September 1st. We will have more information exactly how all that works when we have all that information. As I said, we're building that system now. In the meantime, I would recommend they go to qualityrated.org and go ahead and select that provider. Go ahead and call them. Make sure they have a spot for you and let them know um, that you're interested and that you'll be applying for the SOLID program so you will be receiving financial assistance to to pay for that care. All right, let me make sure I got that right. Mm Qualityrated.org. Yes, that's right. Qualityrated.org. Amy Jacobs, Director of the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, DECAL, as it is called. Best of luck with all this. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much.